morning. This is Maundy Thursday, and this is the day that we remember Jesus in his walk to the cross, having the Last Supper with his friends, washing their feet, giving them the example of loving service, and then going to Gethsemane where he prays. And this morning I want to use that experience of prayer before the going to the cross that Jesus gives us to give us an example of him as a person of prayer. On this day, he's facing the greatest crisis of his life. He has been given the revelation from the Father that he is going to the cross. In Gethsemane, he cries out if the Father will take this cup from him, but if not, he will do the will of the Father. And then in Gethsemane, he prays. He prays for his disciples and he prays amazingly for us. John recalls in chapter 17 of his gospel that Jesus prays for us. And so in the midst of a crisis, what Jesus chooses to do is to intercede for himself and for others. And I want us to learn from his example. So let's look at John 17 uh, from verse 20. Jesus prays, Father, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I've given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Amazing. Jesus has in mind the, the mission that will take place, the people who will believe, and he intercedes for us, that we might be one, that we might know him and the Father intimately, them in us, us in them, and that we might be a revelation to the world that Jesus is, is alive. And then in Romans 8, Paul says that Jesus ascends to the, uh, the right hand of the Father in heaven, and he is now interceding for us. And Paul says in that chapter that the Spirit is interceding for us. So we begin to get a picture of the spiritual realm around our lives in which Jesus is interceding to the Father for us. The Spirit is interceding for the Father from us. The Spirit and Jesus are in us and, and coming before the Father. The Father is in us through the Spirit. And we are caught up in this relationship between Father, Son and Holy Spirit that Jesus prays for on this day in Gethsemane. And so as we face perhaps our greatest crisis in the world that we've known in our lifetime. I wonder if we're praying. This is the word of God to us. He's calling us to a deeper dependency. And Jesus gives us the example that when you face crisis, you need to pray. And he actually calls his disciples to pray on that Maundy Thursday evening and they fall asleep. So I think that what God is doing at this time is he is waking us up as his people to pray. And so my encouragement to you is to intercede, to intercede for the nation, for the virus to be held back, to intercede for the NHS and for the government and for our prime minister, primarily at the moment as he's in hospital, to intercede for the church and for the progress of the kingdom at this time, to intercede for lost people that God would break into their lives at this time. And the mysterious, wonderful privilege we have is that when we pray, God acts. In Revelation 8, which interestingly in the Unite quiz, um, Ian Lewis used this as, as, a, as a quiz question as to what the chapter 
heading was of, of Revelation 8. I didn't get it right, I have to confess. But in Revelation 8, it talks of how our prayers rise to heaven and are mixed with incense and then come before God, who then stretches out his hand and releases intervention on the earth. Probably the best in example of intercession in the Bible is from Exodus 17. It's when Israelites are fighting the Amalekites and Joshua is leading them in battle and Moses goes to the top of the hill and Aaron and Hur hold up his hands and, and through his prayers, they win the battle. Let me just read this short section to finish with. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered and Moses, Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekites' army <coughs> with the sword. And this is the mystery of intercession that Joshua wins the battle with the sword, but he only has the strength to do it because of the prayers of Moses. And the battle against the virus, the battle for the progress of the kingdom of God during this time, is going to be won by human beings getting involved in this, the NHS and all those incredible people working on our behalf. And yet it's also won in prayer. It was Wesley who said, pray as if everything depends on God and act as if everything depends on you. We need both. But at this time, I think that the church's weakness is that we don't pray as if everything depends on God. We don't know that the battle is won by our prayers. We can't see the result of our prayers. We can't make the link between our prayer today and the result that it will have in somebody's life. But these stories, Jesus' example, give us an encouragement that when you pray, God acts and things change. So on this Monday Thursday, let's take the example of Jesus. As he faced his greatest crisis, he turned to the Father in prayer. As we face this time of crisis, let us turn to the Father in prayer. So let me pray. Father, I thank you that you reign over the world that you created. We thank you that everything is within your hands. And we thank you that through Jesus and by the Holy Spirit, we are able to enter into your presence and present our prayers to you. And out of your great love for us, you answer and you act within our lives and within this world. And so I pray today that you would make us your church, the church at Holy Trinity, a people of prayer, that you would teach us to pray, that you would wake us up from our slumber and you would call us again to pray. And that, Lord, this would be the fruit of this time, that we would deepen our dependency on you. We would grow the spiritual muscles of prayer in our lives and that you might teach us something fresh of what it means to live as your people during this time. For your glory's sake. Amen. May God bless you this Maundy Thursday.